Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, to the Laura Antonio Sports Talk podcast, and it's going to be a two-part discussion of the MLB show. I'm your host, Laura Antonio. Alex is back with me to talk about the AL Central teams, and then on part two, we're going to talk about the American League East. So now that being said, first off, let's talk about the American League Central, and let's start with the Chicago White Sox. So today they play the Dodgers in the final Cactus League game of the season in Arizona. And also, let's talk about what the White Sox Really, they missed out on Manny Machado. It's all good. And I think John Jay is going to be a good pickup for them as well. Also, Yonder Alonso as well. And also, I think the the key to this White Sox young rotation, I think this is going to be a good young rotation. And I think they really did a good job upgrading their bullpen. They did. You know, you know I, de- I definitely agree with you um, there. And I'll also even add as well, you know, I think another um, big splash move they made in a free agency was getting uh, Alcides X. Escobar as well from uh, Kansas City. You know, I definitely think he's going to um, help them out in uh, in his position. But I also definitely agree with you. You know, I mean, I definitely think the White Sox. You know, you know, the, you know, this is just kind of one of those teams. You know, they they lost out on Machado in the sweepstakes, and you know, I definitely think you know they're just kind of really just going through that mindset of just saying, you know, what let's just try to just really build this team, build this team up because you know just. Right now, I just really think the AL Central is, you know, just going to really just try to be, you know, almost a bunch of, like, teams going to be right in the middle. But, you know, I definitely think the White Sox, you know, they're going to get there eventually. And just starting with the young pitching staff that they have, you know, hopefully they can kind of turn into what the Mets did when they had DeGrom, Harvey, and Syndergaard, and Mats, all, all those four guys coming up very young. But then once they got to – 2015 you know in 2016 I mean they started to really you know prove themselves and hopefully the White Sox can do the same thing yeah absolutely so now with that being said uh the biggest offseason move for the chart for the White Sox is that they got John Jay Yonder Alonso Calvin Herrera and then adding Alex Colomay to be their closer and then for their dumb move they made any dumb offseason moves but I think they're heading in the right direction, but also adding James McCann to be one of the two featured catchers on the team. Agreed. A- absolutely. You know, I, you know, I agree with you as well. You know, I just, I was looking at their transactions that they did, you know, it's just a very quiet off season for, for me, but you know, some of those big guys, you know, they definitely, you know, um, are hopefully going to hit, you know, some big, some big things there with John Jay and, um, and, and my guy as well that I brought up, I think LCDs Escobar could, really help their offense out a little bit. The White Sox don't have Alicides Escobar. He just got released by the Orioles. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. Sorry. My, my bad. But, uh, um, but, but I definitely think, you know, with the guys that, um, they got in free agency, you know, they, they definitely can, uh, um, they definitely can help them out. And then my breakout star on the Chicago White Sox this year is Yon Mankata. Yeah. 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 De- yeah. Definitely agree with you there. You know, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing, you know, how, um, the White Sox are going to really, you know, help out that um, that young team that they have. You know, just hopefully, you know, they're just going to be building in the right direction soon, and you know, hopefully, they can hopefully, you know, you know, run down the Cleveland Indians soon, you know, to stop their reign in the AL Central. Now I'll tell you my lineup for the Chicago White Sox. I have leading off, playing shortstop, Tim Anderson, batting second is the uh, second baseman, Yomer Sanchez. Hitting third is the third baseman, Yon Moncada. Hitting fourth is the first baseman, 
Jose Abreu. Hitting fifth is the designated hitter, Yonder Alonso. Hitting sixth is the catcher, Wellington Castillo. Hitting seventh is the left fielder, Lurie Garcia. Hitting eighth is the right fielder, John Jay. And hitting ninth is the center fielder, uh, Adam Engel. But I also want to mention here my other breakout star in the Chicago White Sox this year, whenever he's ready to make his big league debut, that's Eloy Jimenez. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I got about the um, same lineup as as you do there. I'm I'm really interested in seeing uh, um, how a Yonder Alonso is going to um, do for the White Sox this year. You know, I've heard a lot of um, great things about how he's going to, you know, hopefully be, you know, that, you, you know, that guy that's going to really, you know, hopefully be that next star on that infield. And then, you know, of course, you're still, you're still going to have that very solid veteran presence in Jose Abreu on, on that team as well. I, I'm really going to be interested in seeing though, if John Jay is going to get off to a really um, hot start for, for the White Sox, you know, I'll be interested in seeing like how they're going to um, move him around in their, in their lineup. Hopefully you've either, you know, going to put him in the cleanup spot or hopefully, you know, going to at least get maybe the number two or number three spot in the batting order soon. But, you know, hopefully, you know, like we said, you know, hopefully the White Sox are going to finally um, trend in the right direction. And, you know, hopefully their young pitching staff will be ready to carry them this season. Yeah, absolutely. You're right about that. So now that being said, uh, now that being said, uh, you, Eloy Jimenez being a breakout star whenever he's ready to make his major league debut. Agreed. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. So now that being said, um, now that being said, um, let's talk about the Cleveland Indians. Really, their big offseason move was uh, bringing back Carlos Santana, but nothing else. I mean, I think Hanley Ramirez is going to make the team. And also, they're going to be that Francisco Lindor for at least the first week of the season as he deals with a strained quad. And I didn't think they made any dumb offseason moves. But my breakout player on the uh, Cleveland Indians is uh, Bradley Zimmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely agreed there. You know, you know, I, you know, I did think, you know, see, you know, some of the um, moves that they did do, you know, even though it was probably, you know, just like financial moves and just trying to see, you know, if they can clear some guys out. You know, we saw the deals, you know, that were kind of done. You know, Josh Donaldson going in free agency to Atlanta, Andrew Miller going to the Cardinals, and then also, um, you know, just just trying to really just kind of get um, some of the big. Um, guys out of there but I also thought an interesting move as well I was um, looking at their transactions they also signed um AJ Cole and I definitely think uh, he's gonna um help out that Indians pitching staff a little bit and you know hopefully you know bring another dimension into um into the Cleveland Indians this season yeah so now that being said um I forgot to mention who I think is going to be the opening day starter for the White Sox I'm going to pick Carlos Radon and also for the Cleveland Indians, my opening day starter is Corey Kluber. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think, you know, Kluber is going to definitely want um, to get, you know, going, go, going this going this next season. You know, I mean, he's about two, three years removed from that Cy Young that he won, I think, in 2016 or whatever. So I'm, I'm really interested in seeing if he's going to um, get back into that Cy Young race this season um, as a starting pitcher for the Indians. Do you agree about my breakout player in the Cleveland Indians this year? I predict it's going to be Bradley Zimmer. I, I, I definitely agree with you with that, yes. Mm-hmm. So now, I think he's going to be the starting center fielder over Leonis Martin. 
Agreed. Mm-hmm. So my lineup for the Cleveland Indians goes like this. I have Jason Kipnis leading off, Francisco Lindor hitting second, Jose Ramirez hitting third, and then Carlos Santana hitting fourth. Hitting fifth is Jeff Lupnow. Hitting sixth is the catcher, Roberto Perez. Hitting seventh is the first baseman, Jake Bowers. Hitting eighth is the right fielder, Tyler Naquin. And hitting ninth is the center fielder, Bradley Zimmer. Yeah, I got about the uh, the same lineup as a, as you do right there. You know, I mean, you know, like you were um, saying as well with Zimmer, you know, if he's going to um, start the season out, you know, as the ninth place batter, you know, I mean, you know, that's, you know, that's almost like I think the perfect way to just kind of really get a young guy up to the major leagues because it's kind of about the same way I remember the Mets did um, with Rosario last year. I think they batted Rosario eighth or ninth to start the season off and you just really just want to, not put too much pressure on him, but, you know, once, once Zimmer, I mean, if he starts out hot, you know, he'll definitely um, going up the batting order, but I'm also really excited to see how um, Lindor is going to be a big, big part of their um, offense as well as their infield this year. You know, I mean, I definitely think the Indians are, you know, going to at least be, you know, the top favorite to win the AL central this, this year again. Absolutely. So now let's talk about the Kansas City Royals next. So really, they got Brad Boxberger to be their closer. That was one of the big offseason signings for them and also adding Billy Hamilton. But I didn't think they made any dumb offseason moves because the Royals are kind of a tanking team. But when it comes to managers on the hot seat, along with Scott Service, Ned Yost is on the hot seat for sure. He definitely is. You know, I, you know, you know, I really thought he did a um, fantastic job, you know, in 2014 and 2015, you know, just the Royals were just the big power house in that division but then just once I just kind of saw them in 2016 and 2017 I was like you know just this isn't the same team that just competed against the Giants and the Mets in the World Series it just kind of really just was a bit of a mystery to me and I was just going like you know like where was all that big firepower that just like completely zapped out and of course you know they get they had some big guys move on you know Hosmer left and they had you know some of the guys from their um, starting pitching staff leave and Wade Davis and some of these other guys that they had. So I mean you know Yost, I mean he's got he's he's got some um, things to work out this year in in Kansas City. But you know the way that they're kind of trending right now with you saying that they're you know really trying to they're really slipping towards the cellar in the AL Central. You know he could he could possibly he could possibly be on the way out of his be on the way out the door at the end of the season. Yeah, you must be right there. And then my breakout star on the uh, Kansas City Rolls this year is Alberto Mondesi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with you um, right there. You know, you know, I'm also interested in uh, um, seeing about another guy uh, um, that they got from that they got from Arizona. I'm interested in seeing how uh, um, Chris Owings is going to help out in that infield for um, for Kansas City. You know, I definitely, you know, I definitely liked some of the things that I saw from, from what he brought to the Diamondbacks, you know, in his years that he was playing with them. And, you know, hopefully now in Kansas City, hopefully he'll get a larger role this season. And it'll be interesting to see how many games he plays and if Yost is going to really utilize him a lot in the infield. Yeah, or the designated hitter spot as well. Mm-hmm. A- absolutely. Because I want to see Jorge Soler on the field, so – my lineup for the Royals goes like this. And also, Billy Hamilton's a big pickup. Also, Homer Bailey could help with their rotation. So, I'll tell you my lineup for the Royals right now. So, I have 
Leading off, playing second base, Whit Merrifield. Hitting second is the uh, shortstop, Alberto Mondesi. Hitting third is the left fielder, Alex Gordon. Hitting fourth is the uh, hitting fourth is the uh, first baseman, Ryan O'Hearn. Hitting fifth is the third baseman, Henry Dozier. Hitting sixth is the right fielder, Jorge Soler. Hitting seventh is the catcher, Martin Maldonado. Hitting eighth is the uh, hitting eighth is the uh, hitting eighth is the designated hitter Chris Owings, and hitting ninth is the center fielder Billy Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got about the same um, lineup as you do as well, right there. You know, I definitely, um, I, I definitely think though. You know, as the season kind of goes on here, you know, I definitely think you know if um, Solaire is going to really be a um, big power bat. I would not be surprised if Yost moves him up to the clean, clean up spot at number four for the Royals because I really liked seeing his power when he played for for the Cubs a few years ago. But I definitely think you know you want you also want to almost get a little bit of the um, offense going as 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 well. Hopefully, if the Royals start off to a fast start, I would definitely consider almost moving Billy Hamilton up to almost like one of the top spots in the lineup if you can get that added dimension of speed on there and you know just really try and figure out this this lineup of yours but you know I definitely think the the way the the way the Royals lineup is going to be this year you know it's just going to really be all about just seeing if these guys can stay healthy and hopefully you know Yost can lead Kansas City at least to a respectable record this year and hopefully you know keep his job in in place hopefully so he's you know at Lee's going to get, you know, maybe another year to hopefully get these guys up to, you know, hopefully a winning season. Also, let's talk about the Detroit Tigers now. Michael Fulmer is not going to be is not going to be on the roster this year because he's going to miss the year with Tommy John surgery. A big blow to that rotation. But Jordan Zimmerman is the next man up to be that ace. I, I believe in him. And I think with the Detroit Tigers, their big offseason move was adding Josh Harrison to that lineup. Yeah, yeah, I definitely liked uh, seeing that seeing that move right there. I also thought it was a, a nice move as well uh, to get a Jordy Mercer as, as, as well to uh, help that infield. You know, I definitely liked seeing um, what he brought in Pittsburgh and just really hopefully he's going to help out that infield a little bit as, as well. But I, I definitely think, you know, losing Michael Fulmer was, was a really big, big deal for, for Detroit because, you know, when I um, – when I realized that the Mets had traded, um, Joanna C- traded Michael Fulmer for Joanna Cespedes when they made that big trade back in 2015. And once I saw the start that Fulmer got mm-hmm. off to, I think in 2016 or 2017, I think with Detroit, I think he started like five and one or whatever. And I was just saying, you know, man, he's going to really just be, you know, one of the one, probably the number one or number two pitcher eventually. But, you know, that's a, that, that, that's a very big um, loss for Detroit. Absolutely. So now um, my breakout star on the uh, on the Detroit uh, Tigers this year is center fielder Jacoby Jones. Agree. Yeah, yeah, I def- yeah, I definitely agree with you right right there. You know, it'll, it'll be really interesting to see how he um, can help out that outfield right there. And I also think, you know, as well, some of the big um, free agent moves, you know, I, you know, I definitely think hopefully, you know, Jordy Mercer is going to help that infield out a little bit. But, you know, they still got, you know, you know, a pretty solid, solid infield, you know, you still have Miguel Cabrera there and you still have some of the, you know, big veteran leaders on 
the Tigers still. So I, so I definitely think, you know, they're in a good, good place right now, just kind of young and, you know, experienced players all, all throughout their roster. And now let's talk about the lineup of the Detroit Tigers. So I have Jacoby Jones leading off, Jordy Mercer hitting second, um, Josh Harrison hitting third, Nick Castellanos hitting fourth, Miguel Cabrera hitting fifth, hitting sixth is the uh, is the catcher. Uh, hitting sixth is the catcher. Um, can you give me a minute here because I'm looking at his name? Uh, is it great? Gr- is it Grace Grayson Grenier? Is that it? Yes, hitting sixth is Grayson Grenier. Hitting seventh is the uh, is the third baseman Jameer Candelario. Hitting eighth is the first baseman Nico Goodrum, and hitting ninth is the left fielder Christian Stewart. Yeah, I got about the um, same lineup as you do, right? Right here as well. You know, I definitely um, I definitely like how you got in your. Um, batting lineup, how a Jordy Mercer and a um, Josh Harrison are going to go two and three right there. I definitely would think that's going to be the way the Tigers are going to go right there. Because if because if you can get Harrison's um, speed out there, you know, on the base pass, you know, and you got um, Mercer right next to him, you know, I mean, I definitely think that's going to be a big run, a big run generator on on that on that um, part of the Tigers lineup right there. But it'll also be really interesting to see how they. Um, lose some of the guys around, you know, you know, I mean, with your breakout star, Jacoby Jones, you know, I mean, just, you know, with a very, um, with a very young prospect like him, you know, you just almost don't want to rush him in too quickly, but hopefully, you know, as the season goes along, you know, he can really help out that um, Tigers offense a little bit, you know, as a, as a very young star, but hopefully, you know, he's going to be up there to hopefully, you know, become a starting outfielder for, for the Tigers soon. All right, so now that being said, let's talk about the Twins now. So their big offseason move was adding Nelson Cruz. I think Rocco Baldelli is going to be a great manager for the Twins in his first year managing the club. And also C.J. Crone's also a good pickup for them as well. But I didn't think they made any dumb offseason moves as well, but also adding Jonathan Scope to that middle infield is also good as well, and also adding Marwan Gonzalez. Yeah, 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 I definitely agree with uh, um with you, with with your guys right there, I, I I really liked how they um how they grabbed Shope right right there to really just kind of help out that um infield of theirs a little bit. You know, I really liked um I really liked that move a lot from um from them as well. But I also definitely um think one of the big one of the big moves as well is going to be seeing where um they're going to um use Nelson Cruz in there um lineup as well with the twins as well you know I definitely think that was a um big free agency target right right there you know I know definitely he's gonna you know hopefully bring a an addition of power into that into that lineup but you know I really like some of the moves that they 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 did especially also with um Marwin Gonzalez as well you know I definitely think he's got a lot of upside to him as as well absolutely and my breakout star in the Minnesota twins I'm gonna go with uh Jose Barrios, the ace of the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see see him having a, having a great season for um, them. I, I'm I'm also interested in seeing uh, um, how some of the other um, young guys are gonna are gonna do this year for for uh, um, for them. You know, I'm kind of keeping an eye on Eddie Rosario a little bit. I'm really I'm really liking to see you know if he's gonna you know really get into that um, lineup a little bit, and you know, hopefully, you know, they got. 
you know, some guys that can really um, help out their roster. And now here's my lineup for the Minnesota Twins. So I have leading off and playing left field, Eddie Rosario. Hitting second is the shortstop, uh, Jorge Polanco. Hitting third is the uh, third baseman, Miguel Sano. Hitting fourth is the designated hitter, Nelson Cruz. Hitting fifth is the first baseman, C.J. Crone. Hitting sixth is the second baseman, Jonathan Scope. Hitting seventh is the right fielder, Max Kepler. Hitting eighth is the catcher, Jason Castro. And hitting ninth is the center fielder, Byron Buxton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got about the same uh, lineup as you as you do as well, right? Here as well, I, de- I definitely think, you know, um, it's going to be really interesting to see how they um, get these guys there. I like Rosario on on the top of the lineup right there. You know, I definitely um, think he can be that number um, one guy in the lineup. But then, you know, it'll be really interesting to see, you know, how um, how they use, you know, the other guys. You know, I'm really interested in seeing how they're going to use Nelson Cruz this year in their lineup and just really just trying to get some of the big free agent guys as well. You know, I think. Shope, you know, that's a good, that's a good um, thing right there. You had him at number seven right there. You know, hopefully he's going to work his way up into one of the top three spots in that lineup as well. And I, I definitely think, you know, the Indians made, made some, made some big splash moves that can hopefully just kind of get them into contention. Cause a few years ago, I really thought the twins were kind of really going in the right direction, but they, you know, disappointed, but, you know, hopefully this season, you know, they can, you know, turn some things around. Yeah. And also let's talk about Craig Kimbrell to the Phillies or the Brewers. I kind of thinking he's going to be more either. That's going to be either one. I think Craig Kimbrell will end up with, and I also think Dallas Keuchel will end up staying with the Houston Astros. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think Dallas Keuchel is going um, anywhere for, for Houston. You know, I definitely think, you know, they want to keep him as one of the um, top two pitchers right there with him and Verlander. They don't want to, um, mess that up in Houston. And then as for Kimbrell, you know, I definitely, um, I definitely agree with you there. You know, I think Kimbrell is going to um, really just try to decide, you know, if either if he's just going to really just be that next big signing to help the Phillies bullpen out, or if he decides to go to Milwaukee, you know, I definitely think Milwaukee's bullpen's kind of really trending in the right direction as well. So, I mean, really whichever way he, he goes, he's going to get himself into a, position where he knows that he doesn't have to really just step in and just do everything himself. Cause they've, cause both teams have really improved a lot over the last season. Absolutely. So now uh, with that being said, the MLB talk will continue after this half of the show. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about part two. <laughs> 